Welcome to your online coffee break, where we discuss bite-sized topics that inspire, educate, and entertain. Here's your host, a software innovator, award-winning marketer, and astronomy and space buff, Chuck Fields. Hello, thanks for joining us today for your online coffee break. Today, I'd like to welcome to your show my special guest, Jonathan Burns. Jonathan was the kid who would put his leg over his head at gym class, get the dance party started at any wedding, or perform musical armpit farts uh, to impress the girls. That doesn't work much for me. Um, He's performed magic act shows and stunts around the globe and has appeared on several TV shows, including Penn & Teller's Full Us, The Jay Leno Show, The Late Show with David Letterman, and The Late Late Show with James Corden. Thanks for joining me today, Jonathan. Really appreciate it. Of course. Yeah, good to to be with you. Well, I tell you, I was researching you and found out that we have a couple things in common. What's that? Uh, well, first, aside from being, you know, two <laughs> great-looking guys. Yeah, I yeah, you know, agree. Aside agree. from that, we were both inspired by magic shops when we were about 12 years old. Can you yeah. tell us how your trip to your local magic shop at age 12 sort of changed your life? Sure. Yeah, I well, it, it was um it was a family friend. They had taken me they they had known this guy who was opening this magic shop. Mm-hmm. And I like I, I guess I'll go check this out. And they they knew I was kind of a, a different kid, <laughs> so <laughs> wanted to just take me to this place. And I it, I immediately fell in love with it. I wanted to go there all the time and and buy everything. And they had all kinds of crazy stuff on the wall. Like you would see um, like these um, like magic guillotines and like heads oh. and all these like kind of crazy contraptions. Um, and then like, and looking back on it, uh, at the time, like when I was there, it it seemed like it was this magical land, (laughs) but looking back on it when I was older, it was like a closet inside a pizza shop. (laughs) (laughs) I could totally relate to that. What what was like your first trick do you you get? Uh, I learned how to turn, uh, four nickels into four dimes. So immediately... I bought that trick and was able to double my my money. So it was a good investment. I think that I'm, was I'm a good investment. <laughs> so I, I learned that and uh, I showed all my friends at school and wowed them. And even like um, our vice principal in middle school, uh, he was had an interest in magic. So I remember showing him, and then he would show me tricks. And it was oh, wow. it was yeah, it was cool. Like uh, th- there's a lot of hobbyist magicians out there, as I'm sure you know. Absolutely. Uh, your listeners might not know that, but there's uh, millions of people who do magic for for fun, not as a, a full time job, and uh, yeah, so that's kind of what got me started in in sort of the magic realm and and uh, going going to this little pizza magic shop. See, I think that's so neat, and you know, most of us like me bagging groceries as a teenager. You, as I understand, you started performing at birthday parties and actually getting paid for this. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I, all those little tricks I learned at this manic shop, I started taking around and showing anyone who would watch. My, uh, my parents were like, okay, I showed them enough. They were like, okay, start showing other people. So I, you know, I, I annoyed my brother with it. I, you know, <laughs> who would uh, g- give me a chance to show them a trick. And then eventually somebody asked me to do their birthday, their daughter's birthday party. Mm-hmm. And, oh, okay. And I put, um, I, I put all my tricks in a trunk. I bought a sparkly vest. Uh, shoved a bunch of scarves up my sleeve and and uh, wowed those kids for 20 minutes. Oh my gosh. Now, how did you evolve from doing magic acts to more of your sort of stunts and comedic style that you're doing nowadays? 
Yeah, well, I, I tried, you know, I tried to be serious at some point. Like, I, I always liked being funny, but I also tried, you know, serious magic. I wanted to learn uh, all these incredible card tricks and sawing ladies in half and illusions and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I quickly realized the audience <laughs> didn't take me seriously, especially when you're, like, 13-year-old yeah. um, doing your thing. So uh, they laughed, and I, and I just kind of gravitated towards that. And then I, so then my act kind of morphed from just being magic to focusing on comedy. And then I also, I have, uh, I can do uh, all these interesting tricks with my body. So I have, (laughs) I have, uh, I have a, um, connective tissue disorder. So some of my ligaments and, and, uh, body can kind of move different than other people. Yes. It's like this approaching on the video. But mine's, mine can go a lot further. Ow! So, uh, so I, I realized later on that I could put those tricks into the um, into the show as well, and it would um, just kind of kind of set me apart from the other other performers. See, you know, and I have to confess. I mean, those of you uh, who are watching right now can see that I have actually my arm in a sling. Oh, yeah. Jonathan, I was trying to do what you just did, and I'm just I just don't have that ability. Yeah, I, I should have warned you. Don't try that at home. Yes, yeah. don't not try these at home. Now. What really impressed me too, I, two things. One, you could do this amazing underwear removal stunt uh, on, on several TV shows. That yes, folks, I- he can stand up and take off his underwear without taking off his pants. That's, that's just amazing. Yes, I would do that now, but I'm not wearing any. So Okay, thank you then. <laughs> we don't want to see you pull out nothing, that's for sure. Um, the other thing that really impressed me is I first became aware of you when you appeared on Penn & Teller's Fool Us. And you sure, did yeah. that amazing trick with uh, cheese and 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 a couple guests on there. How on earth did you evolve to getting on such spectacular TV shows like that? Um, it was just a, from that birthday party, people kept just asking me. So that's kind of where <laughs> that's how it worked for me. Um, people kept asking. Um, once the word got out that I did shows at birthday parties, a lot of I got a lot more birthday parties, and mm-hmm. then uh, and then. Eventually, I, I would start doing bigger and better things. Like it went from birthday parties to Boy Scout events to churches to like, basically again whoever would watch me. So it evolved from me just showing that one trick to my parents to them sending me out to, like show someone else. We, we've seen it. Wow. <laughs> we've seen the nickels go to dimes. So I uh, yeah, I was just I, I think it was just sort of uh, one of those things that people kept asking me to do things, and uh-huh. then I kept being with it and. Um, it, I've been able to make a, a, a living off of it uh, full time since 2004. So wow. that's college, and I've never got to. I never had to have a like a real job. <laughs> See, now, are you one of the people that that really thrive off a stage performance? It seems like you could really work the crowd. I just wondered, do you ever get nervous, or do you just use that nervous energy to perform better? Yeah, when I, when I when I started, I was definitely you know nervous and not sure of myself. And when I you know do other things um, like you know when you go on TV or something like that, there's definitely nerves. But uh, I try to use that to my advantage, and uh, just kind of kind of makes you hyper aware and yes. uh, not like just kind of that. Um, there's a lot of eyeballs on you, so you you have to go out there and, and do your best. Uh, so just 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 I feel like uh, doing it so much has made me prepared for those situations. I don't get scared necessarily. I, I get more anxious and excited um, and just hi- hyper aware in those situations. Wow. I understand. See, my, my problem is when I was doing it as a teenager is I would mess up in front of the audience. <laughs> Do you have any advice out there for people who would mess up? I mean, I'm sure you haven't been as flawless through your entire career. You ever mess Not up? A- what do you do? 
Uh, yeah, when I started, I mean, like, you would learn a new trick, and I remember going to show that trick for the first time, and your hands are shaking, and yeah. you're trying light of hand while your hands are like and you can't control it mm-hmm. um it's it's it, for me it's mostly just been repetition just doing it as much as possible so when i went to college i uh i saw street performers in baltimore at the inner harbor uh and i was like oh i think i could do that so i was already doing my my little magic show i was doing shows around campus and impressing friends and stuff like that mm-hmm. and uh so i went i, I auditioned to be a street performer uh, at this program in, in, in Baltimore. Wow. And I did the audition. The audition went really well. Like, there was an audience there. There was people, uh, maybe 200 people there, like, waiting for me to, to do my 10 minutes. And I did I did really well. I danced. I remember they played Getting Jiggy with it. <laughs> and I just remember dancing really goofy, like I would always do at, at birthday parties and, and bar mitzvahs and stuff. And, uh, and the crowd loved that, and I immediately had them. I did fine. And then I went out my first time I got booked to go down there and do it on my own. And it went, it, I didn't make enough money to, uh, to, to, to pay for parking. <laughs> so oh, no. like, yeah. So I, I knew I did that. And, uh, I was actually with my now wife, then girlfriend, she was with me and she said that, uh, she's like, well, at least we don't have to do that again. Cause it, it was a, it was a horrible failure. <laughs> And I said, I'm coming back. Like, I want to figure this out. So just that repetition of doing hundreds and hundreds of the shows, um, eventually I went from being going in Baltimore and doing sh- festivals there to being invited to festivals around the world. I did a bunch in Canada. Wow. I've been in New Zealand, uh, China. Uh, so I've, I've been in countries all throughout Europe and things. So it's it was one of those things that I just kind of my, I wouldn't let it go. Like I didn't, I didn't, I was scared and I, and I wasn't good at it, but I just kind of stuck to it. And eventually I figured it out and kind of did it my own way. And people noticed, which was great. Well, I think that's incredible. And now speaking of all the venues you've performed at, I mean, you've been at colleges, concert halls, cruise ships, you've been all over the world. Like you just said, uh, is there any experience that sort of sticks out as a favorite memory that you can share? Uh, there's a lot. I love to travel. So, I mean, when I get invited to, I get paid to go see the world. That's, that's always amazing. Um, I've been working, you mentioned cruises. I've been working with Disney Cruise Lines the past two years. So that's been really fun. Um, and it's just been, it's, it's been exciting too. I, I'm married and I have two daughters. So when they can come along too and, and enjoy those kinds of things with me too, that's always amazing. So I think the, uh, the travel and being able to see the world on, <laughs> without having to pay for it is always is, is a nice thing. And, and people wanting you to come and do do what you've created uh, to entertain their audiences is, is one. Well, that's fantastic. And you mentioned you have two daughters. Uh, I'm not sure how old they are, but are they into magic at all? They're well. They're they're two and five. Uh, they they like they like it right now. I don't. They, I don't. I don't think they're into it too much. I mean, like they they like to perform their their tricks for me, which <laughs> um, which is great. I, I I always encourage that. They both like being on stage, so they. Uh, they, they've been on stage with me a bit. Um, I, I don't want to be, I don't want to be a, a necessarily a showbiz family, like force them into it, but they, they definitely like it and they, they take dance and they, they love to be in front of people. So I think they see what daddy does and, and, um, they try to emulate that sometimes and, uh, like to come see my show, which is always nice. Oh, that would be nice. Now you've been fortunate, as you said, to never really had a real job, um, (laughs) <laughs> but I know that's not easy. Uh, what's a typical week for you like? Uh, it's always different. This week I'm home, but last week I was away. I was on a I was on a cruise. So, um, and then the week before that I was on a cruise, and then I left 
from there and did shows in, in Iowa. I was performing out of college there for, um, they had a family weekend. So it, it's always different. And then this week I'm home until Saturday. And then I go to Los Angeles next week, uh, for a bunch of shows and, and, and some other show business related things. So, uh, yeah, it's, 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 there's no typical week. It's, it's yeah. really different. Um, so I, it, it's just trying to find that balance of, uh, working enough, but also having a normal life too. So yeah, I could uh, not imagine. Yeah. So I, I'm definitely, I, I, uh, I'm always trying to look months ahead to find out where I'll be next. And a lot of my friends will ask me too, like, where are you going next? And I, I don't always know, like, I just have to look at my calendar. I know a few days in, in advance, but, um, and I'll even get to the airport sometimes and they're like, where are you headed? And I'm like, I, I don't know. <laughs> St. Louis, you know, like, oh. and then they, so, uh, it's, it's kind of a strange thing. Cause, uh, cause so many people want to travel and they, they're, they're so used to having everything together. And, um, luckily I have everything organized, but I just don't always know where, <laughs> where the next thing is. Oh my uh, gosh. Now, Justin, yeah. how do you come up with, uh, some of your new stunts? Uh, trial and error and just keeping ideas. So sometimes you have ideas, like I, I, I keep a notebook. I've been doing that uh, probably when I was about 18. Somebody gave me the suggestion to start keeping a notebook of ideas. And I was like, oh, okay. Like I, I, and I did it and I realized, oh, I, I filled, you know, 20 notebooks since then of ideas. And uh, it, it can be little, little joke ideas or gags or um, anything. Like I, I, you, I can look through the pages and there'll be really great stuff next to really horrible things <laughs> that, that I can <laughs> Um, so I, I just kind of just keep those notes and refer back to them. And sometimes it turns into something, sometimes it doesn't. Um, so it, it comes from everywhere too, even like songs or like there's different inspirations that I, I just try to be aware of, um, anywhere and just try to keep the creativity going and, um, yeah, just, just, yeah, it's just kind of create what, whenever I can and when, wherever I can. Well, I tell you, you're creative. Creativity is off the charts. I just am really impressed with your work. Encourage all of our audience to visit, I believe your website is flexiblecomedy.com. Flexiblecomedy.com. Yes, that's correct. All right. Uh, what, what's coming up for you in 2019? Not to have you look at your book, but I believe you're traveling <laughs> internationally then. Yeah, I am. So I, I, I know the next few months I'll be out of the country again. I'm doing a show in Paris for a little while. Um, and then, uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of a mix of everything again. So like it's, it, it, uh, I, I do theaters. I, I tour with a group called Mutt's Gun Nuts. They're a dog show. They're rescue dogs that do all these incredible tricks. So I'm the opening act for their theater show. So we tour around, um, I think we have about 20 theaters coming up in the spring. So I have a tour with them all over the U S. Uh, I have another show. I just book some stuff in Germany for next year. So yeah, I'll get to see the world again. And, uh, hopefully make uh, more people laugh and happy. Oh, I'm sure you will. Jonathan, I want to wish you best of luck on uh, just your future shows coming up. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us today. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Have a good one. Online Coffee Break. Well, I really enjoyed my interview today with Jonathan Burns. I think he is such a funny guy. Uh, Great shows to watch. Again, if you'd like to learn more, just visit his website at flexiblecomedy.com. Dot com.
I want to thank Jonathan for uh, visiting with us today. I want to thank you, our audience out there, for tuning in today as well. If you'd like to comment on today's topic, we'd love to hear from you. Just go to our website, onlinecoffeebreak.com. Leave a comment there. If you want to call us, call us at 317-862-4700. Leave a comment there. Who knows? We just might play it on the air. You can also follow us on Facebook or Instagram at Online Coffee Break. And we'd love it if you'd uh, rate us on iTunes or share this episode with your friends. Thanks again for joining us today. See you next time. God bless.